It's the Friendly Fire Show, episode 157 for the end of July. I am one of your... Actually, I'm the only host, Steve That's from right. Survivor. And joining me... Special guest star, Ben from Survivor. <laughs> very special guest, yep. Ben from Survivor. Uh, hello. How, how do you feel now that you're higher up the... Uh, yeah, well... Whatever. I, I feel the power that Tana used to have, so I understand why. I could just leave at any time. You so know? you're skipping out in like 20 minutes? Okay, cool. Yeah. Have a good one. <laughs> I've got an 8.30 dinner, so that is an <laughs> old school throwback. Oh, you, get to, you get to leave your house though. Go straight yeah. into COVID check. How, how's, it, am, how's it feel? I'm leaving my house and I'm going to a football game tonight. So I'm going to be in a stadium with people. That Are is you going so... Are uh, No, because we don't need to yet. I'm going to have a scarf with me so I could wear that as a mask because that's what Daniel Andrews says is fine. So I assume that applies here too. A mouth yes, and nose covering. I technically would. Yeah, well, yeah, I could do that. Uh, I believe we're everyone's seated one seat away from each other. So yeah, it'll be interesting. That's cool. Well, I will. You'll have to tell us how it goes the next time we uh, yeah can be bothered doing one of these. So when are you going to leave the house next? A couple of months. I think it's. Is it four weeks? I think we're in week two of a six-week mm. lockdown. I don't even know. We're, we're, we're in full mask territory now. Um, I bought four or five. Matt bought a couple. My mom is sending me some that she made for me. So we, uh, okay. And I made a couple out of socks. I put a cool video up on uh, Facebook, like an old person. I shared a video on Facebook that I found uh, insightful. Um, if Share you're like nine really, people or else you'll get COVID. <laughs> if you're, if you're like very hard for masks, you can like cut a sock and I used new socks. So I have never put them on my feet before putting them on my face. Um, you can cut them in a specific way that like, it actually is a very decent mask and it takes like two seconds. And, uh, especially in Victoria where what we almost hit 500 cases one day this week. Uh, it's, it's definitely a necessity. So. Okay. Well, good Huzzah. luck with that. Thanks. What a time to be alive. Mm. At least we have cool things at two in the morning on a Friday morning to, to keep us invigorated and, and excited for life and stuff, Ben. We you do. didn't even get up, did you? No, you were watching live. I watched a replay at about 6 a.m. And you know what? Same thing. I didn't get any spoilers, so it was okay. Well, I, I got up so I could write things about it. So, of course, b- before we go any further, we're talking about Microsoft's first first party games showcase, which took place on... Friday, what, the 24th of July? It felt like the 23rd because I slept for like two hours and I got up and I was like, I'm going to have a beer. And then I'm like, no, I feel like death. I'm just going to write this and go to bed. So I had some water, some nice refreshing water and wrote very smart. about a series of, of a whole bunch of games, actually. Um, and the cool thing about it, I guess, is I mean, we might as well get this out of the way because it's probably the biggest thing of the, the whole showcase is that every single game that was part of the showcase will be on Game Pass on day one of said game's release, which is probably mm. like the biggest story out of it. Do you agree or? Yeah, I think they, they called this the Xbox Games Showcase, not the Series X Showcase. And I think they should have made that clearer. I think they should have gone further and called it the Game Pass Showcase because that's what it was about. It was all about, here's all these games coming to Game Pass. You can play all of these, including some were third-party games even. Yeah. Uh, smaller third-party, but they're still there day one on Game Pass, which was the logical next step to make it valuable. Uh, but I think we kind of went in thinking it's going to be all Series X and that was, wasn't what we got. So they could have made that clearer, I think. Yeah, it's like I, it's that weird messaging of, I think Phil Spencer said something like for the next two years, games that come out first party will be one Series X 
and PC. Mm. And like, there's so much to wrap your head around with that. Like, I don't, I don't personally care. I think most people who are invested are going to get an Xbox Series X at least within the first year. So things like Halo Infinite can be across both current and next-gen Xbox and PC. Like, I don't really care if the next Forza, which is probably going to be more than two years anyway, comes out for Xbox One. I think by that point, like, we'd have moved on. So, like, that's one whole argument to have. But then people are like, oh, these games are going to look crap because they're they're being developed for Xbox One and just run on Xbox Series X and stuff. It's like, well, no, like, they're PC games. They, they're they optimized for the highest hardware that it, they can go on, but yep. dial down all the settings so it'll run like a potato on your Xbox One if you want to. And that's, to me, like, that's the second half or, like, the second major argument that people are having. I think that being, they were a bit vague when they kind of said one to two years, things are going to be on One and Series X. And I think people from this saying, oh, how come this game only said Series X and Windows 10? It didn't say Xbox One. A lot of games were like that. There's mm-hmm. two reasons. One is a lot of them might be more than two years away. Yeah. Uh, and the other one is they might not know yet. They don't know exactly when this game's going to launch. It's a weird time at the moment. So they just didn't want to say it's going to come to one and then later cancel that. Sweet. So when they say one to two years, I think that's a flexible thing. It's not going to be like, right, as of this date, there's no more Xbox One. I think you'll get to a point probably in 12 months where some stuff doesn't come to one, but some stuff still does. Yeah. That's not that clear yet. Yeah. I don't know. I guess things like Forza seem like they're like just starting development or like they're, they're nowhere near completion at any Which rate. Which is weird. So what have they been doing if they've just started Forza? Well, sport? maybe making a new engine or something that's going to leverage that's X, true. series X or something or, the, or they're helping playground because we know we finally know that playground who obviously do the horizon series are, are behind the next fable like i know it's not a racing game but engines and stuff Mm. we'll see uh state of decay 3 which i want to talk about properly down the track like that was confirmed for like just at the very early stage of production so like that's not coming out for a while um avowed i'm 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 sure like obsidian's new rpg isn't going to be out for a little while so that's fine like take your time it'll come out on series x and the thing is though like game pass has all these First party games, it has all these games that are on Xbox One that are going to be optimized, like Forza Horizon 4. Like, there's, if you pay 10 bucks a month, you don't have to buy a game. Yeah. And you have a lot that you can play while you're waiting for the next big thing. Yeah, pretty much. I think they're very much on the, these are the games you can play on any platform. They're pushing that game to the service, they're pushing their subscription. Hardware is an option. They don't care if you're playing on PC, you're playing on Xbox Series One or, or One or Series X, I should say or even mobile with uh, xCloud now becoming part of Game Pass. So yeah, they, well, they've taken a very different approach to PlayStation and that's why it's set up like that. And I like it. You're like, you're talking to the converted. I, I was a hardcore Xbox guy. And now I'll, if I can, because I still like my gamer score, like I'm not going to lie. If I can, I will play an Xbox game on my PC because I can Ooh. play it on my 140, 1440p monitor with like 144 frames if the game can hit that and it just looks swish mm. and then like you got and i know i what's the one i can think of spider-man miles morales which is obviously a ps5 game you know is going to have a performance mode that hits 4k in 60 frames well like some games can already do that on current gen so not i'd rather though. have not many 4k 60 but yeah I get well like point. doom doom did 4k 60 doom eternal did um forza horizon not forza horizon forza motorsport 6 i think can mm. so like there are games that can i want like 120 frames i don't care about the 4k so much i think they i mean i like 4k because i'm using my switch 4k tv so i want that 
Uh, back never but I think there was <laughs> there were even a couple uh, like Aurea. I think they said it's going to be 4K 120. So that's push. That is genuinely next gen. We haven't seen that yeah. before. Uh, I can't. My trash old. 2017 4K TV is no good, but the 2019 one, because I happen to have two, I think can do that. I nice. think. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, but yeah, I think one thing we mentioned last episode is would Microsoft do the Sony, which is, he's a great game. It's coming out in, <clears throat> you know, well, we're not going to talk about that. It's coming out in three to five years, as opposed to their old approach was very much, uh, here's what's coming out in the next 12 to 18 months. So yeah, we didn't know which way they'd go. I think they're very much gone the Sony way of here's stuff coming one day. But they didn't go like full tilt. So we know that there's a whole bunch of Microsoft Studios that have either just been formed or have been like newly acquired. And the one that's on the top of my head is the Coalition, who've been in existence for a couple of years now. And we know they're working on something, but we don't know what that is. And we didn't even get a, like a hint of a tease. Mm. You um, mean the initiative? Oh, sorry. I said the Coalition. Yeah, yeah. the initiative. The coalition, uh, we definitely know what they were doing. They're well, gears. Yeah, I have an idea. <laughs> I think you're right. I think I think they've saved a few because they didn't want to just announce everything today. Sony obviously didn't announce everything in their press conference either. So in the next few months, there's still a few months to go before this launch. So they wanted to keep a couple of things. I think there's at least one Microsoft launch title and probably another launch window like within that first six months game, which we don't know about yet. So the initiative probably is the big one, which they've saved. Like, we'll get into actual games in a second. I guess we should probably move off generalizations. But, like, I was trying to think of, like, huge things that I really liked about this um, live stream. And, like, there weren't a lot. But then I went and looked at the Sony one, and it was equally the same. I'm like, oh, yeah, that was all right. That's cool. Like, I'm excited about Resident Evil Village. Well, that's multi-platform. There's nothing, like, huge on either side right now that's making me, like, super, super jazzed about next-gen. No, and if you look at the launch of any console, they often have your one big launch game, or in the case of last generation, there wasn't even really that. It was just kind of like, here's a Forza Rise, game, which looks great, Room. and that as well, and PlayStation had, Here, here's Killzone, the franchise we don't even like, but we know you'll buy it because it's a launch title. So, you know, considering what we've had previously, I don't think this is a terrible launch lineup for either console. It's just it, it's not what people fully expected. I think both press conferences were a safe, you know, seven out of 10. Here's what you expected from us. And there's not really any big surprises. So yeah, they're both pretty safe. And it's probably like as, as much as it is like a, a, a lesser step up, I guess, in terms of hardware mm. and what it can do. Like we're getting 4k and stuff, but like the leap between Xbox to 360 was in my mind larger and the 360 to one leap was larger. And this one's kind of just like things look prettier. Um, it's probably more, it looks prettier when you're playing it as opposed to here's a demo or a trailer. It's going to look very much similar. So yeah. we don't appreciate it yet. Very good. All right. We should probably talk about specific games. Do you want to pick one and start talking about it? Why don't we start at the beginning? The main reason people were watching this was the Halo Infinite gameplay reveal. So we saw gameplay for the first time. It's about eight or nine minutes, I think. Yep. Uh, Interspliced with some cutscenes. Uh, pretty mixed reaction on the internet. So you're seeing mm. some people kind of say it's gone back to Halo Combat Evolve, that original styling. Uh, and it does, that's clearly what they're going for. They're oh, going yeah. for that like down to the box simplistic. art. And they said, we, I had it behind closed doors, air quotes, because like, we're all at home. Yeah, anyway. Behind your Zoom. Behind virtual <laughs> closed doors. Um, and it was garbage. It was absolutely garbage. It was 
I've had a couple previews with Microsoft and they worked flawlessly. This one, like the servers that they use must have had servers in America and just like any Australian, because, you know, they group you in bunches and throw you into a room. Mm. Doesn't matter NBN or not, like all the Australians caught like every fifth word that was said. So not great, but from what I could kind of glean from what was being said, like they're they fully leaning into Three, they being 343, three, leaning into this being the spiritual successor to Halo. And, you know, like you yeah. you sat down on the Halo ring and you set out for the first time as if it was the start of Halo Combat Evolved. So um, mm. I had a really good question because it was on, like I could ask questions on Discord. I'm like, so like what, if this is a spiritual successor, what from Halo 5 made the cut? And they talked about it for like four minutes, but I, I have no idea any? what they said. Um, but Microsoft's trying to get me the transcripts of it at least. So we'll eventually nice. have that to put up on the website. Um, but yeah, it, it, apart from a grappling hook, it looks like combat evolved with some new modern mechanics and like an open world environment, which is probably sad, the most divisive thing, divisive thing about it, I'd say. Yeah, well, I would say like Halo 3 maybe kind of had open-ish areas, not open world certainly, but more open than 4 and 5 were. So I think they may be going back to that and then expanding it a bit more. Uh, and yeah, the grappling hook actually looks pretty cool. I think that really is yeah. going to change how you move around and how the levels are designed. It's like Titanfall-y, like in, in yeah. the best way. Yeah, that's that's good. Uh, I think... I think they've nailed the art personally, but I do see why people are complaining saying this looks terrible because... Uh, what's happening here is each console launches with its big game, which previously was Forza and Rise of Rome. Uh, but this is this is it for this generation. And they're very much going for a simplistic style. So people are saying that doesn't look next gen. And yeah. I, I The get Halo that. style. It looks like a Halo yeah. game. But the thing is, people who came into Halo uh, on Xbox One, 4 and 5 did go more um, detailed. They ramped up the contrast. You know, they tried to make it look more not realistic, but, you know, that PlayStation style to a degree, which they have now wound back a lot. So people are well, saying this looks bad. four was all right, but five was hot garbage. So mm. I get that 343 or Microsoft telling 343 anyway have, have pivoted completely away from that and going back to, like, what works. I totally get that, and I kind of respect that, to be honest. Yeah. Like, I don't need an evolved Halo game. That's Destiny. I can go play Destiny if I want to. It's the guys who actually have evolved the game I, yeah. if you want halo go like i want halo and like that's why i think why now that it's good the master chief collection is crap is like smashing it because it's fun it's just good and we need that but like with new things new levels new surprises that kind of is stuff. that what they're going for because it seems very much like this is there's not going to be a halo 7 this is like it's very much halo infinite that's it for the next 10 years we're just going to keep yeah. adding to this they're not so making they... a, uh, an infinite 2 uh, i think they told ign uh, ahead of time um and like it's it's not a game as a service but it's like they'll they'll launch new stuff so there'll be expansions within it, basically. So I guess like the chief is stuck on that Halo ring for ten years. Like I don't. That's what I don't quite understand about it. Yeah. Well, they're obviously going to release new content. They're not just going to leave Halo, and it's probably not going to be free, but it will be part of Game Pass. So it's a essentially it's, free. Yeah. Well, it's part of what you're paying for, I suppose. Uh, yeah, it's a new way to do it. If it doesn't work out, they've got the door open to release a Halo 6 and be like, that's dumb, we'll go back to the old way. But they're trying a different way of releasing it, a different way of supporting it. I think the gameplay looked great. I think it yeah. will look better than what we saw. It's still months away from release. And the last thing that happens on any game is that big glass push to polish it. So 
it's going to keep it'll keep that simplistic that halo one style but they might just pretty it up a little bit and a game that you see in a live stream is is very much different from a game that you're playing on your local Mm. hardware and like and if i play on pc theoretically it's going to look even better than you playing on your series x depending on the pc you have i have a i have a really good pc now but i don't know if i've told you that before um and I guess keeping with the Halo as a like as a service thing, let's, I think that's what they're doing with Forza Motorsport because it's not Forza Motorsport 8, 7, no, 8. No, it's nothing. It's just Forza Motorsport. And it makes sense because like, Game Pass is like the as a service. It's not like they need yeah, to reiterate yeah. Yeah. with a new sequel because it's Forza, it's free. We're continually updating it. Here you go. Ta-da. I think we might get a Horizon 5 and Horizon might follow that old method because it's a new area and exploring that very different you know we went from australia to the uk very different environment so that's the point of uh horizon whereas motorsport is very much here's some world-class tracks which are used for actual motorsport and we don't need to keep remaking them every two years because they're here and it's not like they need to add well if they add a new track to the real world they can add a new track in or they can add in like fake real world tracks like but that you don't need a new sequel for that and same thing for cars like i, I kind of hope sports games start to go in this i would say path. that they would if it weren't for ea and 2k being the heads of sport games because they're yeah. very anti this type of thing they just try to make as much money as they can completely unrelated but i just want to have a quick whinge ben uh so nhl 21 not only is it delayed by a month mm. uh it's also not coming out at all on next-gen devices because it's too hard which basically translates to ea vancouver has zero budget and like no support from ea so they've they're dumping all their resources into fifa and madden and nhl once again gets left behind it's the only franchise right now that's not on frostbite to begin with did this happen last gen too did nhl come out on 360 only and not one uh one year no it came out on current gen but it was like half a game there was like nothing in it it didn't come with like half the features it normally does so like once again just nhl fans just get absolutely reamed and that's not fun anyway that was my whinge sucks Mm. um next game to talk about state of decay 3 i think was pretty early on and i wanted to talk about anyway the cgi trailer looks completely nothing like state of decay as at least we know it um mm. it kind of was like Good. the more the horrific and the it like sur- there was survival stuff in it obviously but it was it looked like it could have been some sort of new like the the remainder of us or something like some weird new ip that microsoft had released to try to combat like things like the last yeah, of us on PS5 it did seem very last of us and it wouldn't surprise me if they're doing a bit of a genre hop here and they're making it a bit more of that survival adventure game maybe and it would fit it yeah and Undead Labs had some sort of prototype for kind of like an MMO RPG thing instead of the state of decay that we've seen twice already. So, and and like I said before, they, they said this is really early in development, so we don't know what to expect, I guess, from it. It right. looked really cool, but like I like State of Decay too. I know it's not for everybody. It's one of those kind of like it's a it's a triple A, but like maybe like double A. I would have said maybe a maybe a B minus. It's yeah. not a triple A. It felt very dodgy to me, but it's not my type of game. Well, maybe three will be different for you. Who knows? Yeah, it looks like no a idea. new direction. Another game which we have no idea about what actually happens is Everwild. So we've we saw yeah. 
like State of Decay is very much a here's our idea, here's our mood and atmosphere, but we don't know any gameplay, which is kind of the theme of this uh, showcase after Halo. It was very much a here's the games we have coming. We know you want to see gameplay. We're not giving you any. Well, and like, so they, they announced this at X019 in London in what, November or something? Mm. And I only know this because I was there and I'm like, oh, I'm paying attention. Um, and I don't feel like anything new, anything new was like mentioned as part of this update, I guess. Like, it looks really pretty. It looks really weird. I don't think it's for me. But I also don't know what the game is. So maybe it is for me. I just don't know because I'm just like looking at it and going like, eh, that's not my aesthetic. Yeah, I've no idea what this is. I think it's probably pretty early in development as well. So it's another one that we, Microsoft skimmed over it. We have to skim over it. But it, I think the point of it being in where it was in the showcase is I went Halo, State of Decay, Everwild. So it was very much a look at these three very different games that we have. It was all look at the diversity in Game Pass. And that was the point of this showcase. And that's what was there for. Yeah. Um, I have no idea what the order is anymore, but I want to talk about Obsidian because we can just like smash out three games in one big hit. So like Obsidian mm. doing the heavy lifting for Microsoft, they um, announced DLC for the Outer Worlds called uh, Peril on Gorgon. They, well, they talked about Grounded, which is like, I just do not care about Grounded. I'm really sorry, Grounded. I'm glad that your little team made this game and maybe people like it. If you like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and you want to like, live it through a classic game. game pass game some weird thing you will try because it's there well yeah exactly it's not like it's going to cost you um but they also announced their new rpg which is probably super duper early in development we didn't get any assets apart from like the game's logo which is just its name uh, avowed um it's an expansive first person rpg uh with a lot of like colors of eternity vibes which makes sense because that's obsidian um but like a bit of skyrim for uh for yeah, it seemed pretty scarring to me but we didn't really see anything yeah um and yeah it's it's based it's not based it's set in the fictional world of aora e-o-r-a aora something like that like it's that's not coming up for a while but no. if you are an obsidian fan you will be excited and this is the area where microsoft probably has a leg up on everyone else because in PlayStation or Sony's big suite of games, they don't have an RPG. Um, Nintendo has decided Paper Mario is no longer an RPG, so they don't really have one either. Except for, they mean they have some JRPGs, but not this type of game. So, yeah, that's what they've got, which hmm. no one else does. Yeah. Um, your turn. What do you want to talk about? Oh, there's so many things. Um, we saw Tell Me Why, which is actually more of an Xbox One game. I think that's out. Is that out August? August. Episode? Well, it's kind of weird. I was under the impression, because this was announced at XO19 again, and I was there, I was paying attention. Um, there's th- three chapters. The, the biggest criticism they got for, and they is Don't Nod, uh, developers of Life is Strange, mm. uh, Twin Mirror, etc. The biggest criticism they have is that they put out a game and like the chapters are so widely dispersed like by the time you you get chapter two you're like what happened exactly so they said that all three chapters were going to come out i thought they said at the same time but they might have said like in the same very tight period um which i was just kind of thrown back because you know chapter one comes out 27 august and like chapter two and three were kind of just like not talked about at all so and i asked for comment haven't gotten it back yet um so hopefully we get the second and third chapter pretty quickly afterwards. Um, it'll be on Game Pass. 
it's a really cool story. It's um, about a uh, brother and sister. Uh, one of the siblings is a transgendered person. And I complete, I think, no, yeah. Two sisters and now it's now a sister and a transgender male. I think I'm doing that right. I'm sorry if I'm stuffing this up. It's, mm-hmm. it's, I've, it's, it's half and half and I've, I've picked what I thought was correct. Um, and they've, uh, they being Microsoft and don't know, I'd have collaborated with glad to get, um, a, a true to life, uh, representation of a transgendered person and their struggles. Um, and the story, like the story alone is compelling because it's don't know. And I really like what they do, but like that whole aspect as well intrigues me personally. So I'm keen for it. I'm thinking maybe if the episodes two and three come out a month later each, so you're talking late September, late October, which is probably just rounding out this generation. If the new consoles come in November, that would be ideal from a launch point of view, but also from a playing it point of view, because you remember what happened as opposed to, I think uh, life is strange Two probably had like three or four months between installments. So just way too long. One month would be great. Uh, Another game we saw actually kind of a cool one was Psychonauts two. When Jack Black came on, I thought this is going to be a Brutal Legend sequel. I don't know if you thought that. I but then it didn't, was not. But I should have because it was yeah. Double Fine, and I knew that they're doing Psychonauts too. But I but they also did Brutal Legend, so mm. they, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it wasn't that, but never mind. It was still <laughs> cool to see Jack Black and his involvement. Uh, this was another game which felt totally out of place, which is why I kind of liked it in there because we had uh, so many kind of heavy games and directly after we had two we had about three like dark shooters follow it straight away so to have this kind of really colorful weird platformer was just to look we have something quite different whether or not it's a game that i'll actually enjoy i'm not sure because i don't know if i really played the first one very much but i like that we have something different and it was one of the few games from xbox game studios which is definitely still coming to ps4 and i think even switch potentially yeah so, because they, it was in development way before Microsoft was, acquired Double Fine. Microsoft did buy the publishing rights, so they could decide not to put it on those platforms. But feels very much gone with uh, if we announce it for something else, it'll stay on something else, uh, which is you know that's fine. I think the the point of a game like this is it's not going to be a big seller, but it might get a lot of players playing it from Game Pass. So it doesn't really matter that it's on other platforms. No one's going to buy an Xbox for this. Uh, but I think people would choose to play on Game Pass as opposed to buying it elsewhere because you have no idea if you're going to like it. It's one of those weird Tim Schafer games that you kind of need to try to see if yeah. it's for you. Well, and yeah, free. Why, why would you buy it on PS4 if you can try it on Xbox? Or PS, you know what I mean? Um, so related but not, I guess, um, The Outer Worlds was another one of those things where Obsidian was purchased or acquired by Microsoft after um, The Outer Worlds had been in development. So... Uh, the DLC Gor- Paralon Gorgon comes to, it doesn't come to Switch um, as far as I can tell, but it comes to PS4 or PC and Xbox One at the same time. Obviously free with Game Pass on two of those platforms. And if you want to get it on PS4, you got to pay, which makes sense. Uh, and related, I guess, we might as well throw this in there, uh, Tetris Effect Connected, which is DLC for Tetris Effect. I don't think Tetris Effect came out on Xbox no, uh, so this is the it, first time it's coming yeah, to Xbox. It did on PCs, but so like the Tetris Effect Connected is is a new air quotes game um, coming to PC and Xbox Series X and Xbox One, I think. Um, it would have to, I think. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with yes. I'm not fact checking it, just going wild. Um, it comes first to those platforms and it will come later to the other platforms that Tetris Effect 
Um, it's it's already, already available on. It's a free update on every. Uh, well, it's a free update on those platforms, and it's a, a Game Pass game, so it's air quotes free on Game Pass supported platforms, hmm. which is kind of cool. I will try it because it's in Game Pass. Otherwise, it's a bit ridiculous that it's on Xbox like 18 months late. But never mind. <laughs> um, speaking of a game I'll go back to, which is already out because it's now coming to Game Pass, Destiny 2 and all of its expansions. So I've actually played... Uh, I mean, I've played a fair bit of Destiny 2. I've probably played like 50 to 70 hours, but you've played a catastrophic amount of Destiny 2, way more than that. My and husband, I, I can hear him. He's playing, he's playing it, it right, right now. now downstairs so i dropped off when the expansions came out just because one i'd had enough at that point and then i felt like it's too late to get into it and i don't want to spend all this money on all these expansions so bringing them all together and i think that's the problem with destiny 2 for new players is it's such a big investment at the beginning if you missed out on the start and you haven't followed all these um expansions so yep. bringing them all together that's probably going to get me to go back into it. And of course there'll be a series X updated version. So there is, and it's smart delivery supported. So boom, you can just go through and like Matt hasn't played, Matt is playing right now. Um, Cause it's the, uh, what's that called? Moments of triumph is on right now. It's like the best of the year. And if you do something, you get like a t-shirt or if you do the new raids, you get like a ring, you can order a ring. You don't just get a ring. You have to buy it. Um, but it's still pretty cool. Um, and he was so far behind. And the way that they've worked Destiny 2 right now is that he, he, he didn't have to suffer a gigantic grind to like catch up to where I was, which kind of pissed me off because I've been playing it pretty regularly week to week. And I've, mm. like, I'm at some light level and he, got, he basically caught up in about two weeks. I'm like, oh, cool. That's, that's fine. Um, so like people who are returning won't have like this huge struggle, which is really good. Um, I will happily jump on and play with you. The cool thing is, I guess if we're bringing the PC thing in, um, I don't know how it's going to work. And this is something I didn't follow up on and I need to. So I have all the um, expansions on Xbox. I had to rebuy them on PC, but I happily did that because I want to play on PC because it looks better. Mm. But my progression came across and I can bounce between Xbox and PC whenever I, like if Matt wants me to play with him because he needs a hand doing something, I can jump on the Xbox version. Good. If I want to play on PC with like someone like Hamish, I can jump on PC. Um, it's on Game Pass. I don't know if it's on Game Pass for PC. And there's not, obviously there's not a Windows 10 version of it. So I don't know if that's in the works. And that would be killer if it was because the same thing would apply. Obviously I could play on PC. Maybe not with Steam people. There's a whole bunch of questions that I have is what I'm trying to get at. And I don't have the answer to them yet. So uh, mm. I need to follow Very up. Very uh, specific Bungie. to your use case, basically. <laughs> For most people, you're getting Game Pass on console, oh, at least. But, but, but anybody. So like if, if the likes of Hamish and, and, and that, because they, we started playing together on Xbox and we've kind of migrated to Steam. But if we don't have to, if we can still play on PC and get a better frame rate and stuff, but just maybe pivot to the Windows 10 version, Mm. And also not have to pay for any expansions because we're paying for Game Pass. That's like that's big. That's still big to me, anyway. Yeah. Well, that'd be, I, I'm thinking when Series X launches, the Series X version and the PC version are going to be pretty much on parity. Mm. I think the reason the PC is so far ahead now is because the Xbox One is so old and ancient, basically. Yeah. But I can so, play right now yeah. in 144 frames because that's like the max that my monitor does. I could probably go higher than that, but I I can't because I can't see it. So. Once you go to 144 frames, 
sorry, you can't go to back to 30 right now on Xbox One. It makes me want to die. It's horrible. Well, we'll see what happens on Series X. PC Master Race then. <laughs> Isn't it weird that I'm saying this? Uh, it's news that I want to talk about, which is actually really cool, because we were talking about Crossfire X uh, before, because oh, I got to check out the multiplayer. Um, at the conference, we got to look at the Remedy-developed uh, single-player campaign, which looks like Call of Duty, basically. And but like remedy fueled, so I'm super actually quite keen for it. Where I wasn't at all before. Yeah, it looked fun. Uh, it is a bit weird that it's coming from another developer, like ten years after the multiplayer was made. It's an odd situation, but yeah, I'll give it a try. Yeah, well, and you can because it's free. Yeah, how good's that? Um, that doesn't count. Then I'm gonna I'm gonna pick uh, the medium, which. Like looks completely right up my alley. Their big thing, uh, this uh, showcase was the dual reality system that they've uh, created, which just looks freaky. And it's kind of like Silent Hill-y in my mind. There's like the, the real world and the overworld or the underworld yep. run in parallel. Now, uh, this was one of the games which didn't list Xbox One, right? It just said Series X. And is that because it's running those two worlds in parallel I can't imagine the Xbox One could do that. Is this an example of a third party saying this can't be cross-gen because it can't be? I can't remember. <laughs> I could be wrong and that could just be a wild theory, but it just seemed like as soon as they showed the two different, you know, they showed that example uh, very briefly of the two realities, I just thought this is something which surely is, the technology is going to play a role here. Yeah, uh, the medium known platform even because this was part of the last reveal in june uh, may uh it was only xbox series x then too which you're probably right and it looks really really good too so yeah i'm i'm all for it which is good we're kind of running out of games to talk about i think there was yeah there was a lot of small ones kind of quickly um you know like a warhammer and that type of stuff but the interesting point there was probably more uh, towards the end, Xbox started saying console launch exclusive. Now, what is that? Does, does that does that mean that was more confusing to me than these people on Twitter saying, "Oh, it doesn't say Xbox One. Is it coming to Xbox One?" Like, that was clear to me. This bit's a bit less clear. Does that mean it's a timed exclusive? Presumably, yes. It, but yeah. it will come to PS4 and maybe Switch. But does that also mean it's not coming to Xbox One because it's a if it's a console launch exclusive? It's launching. Does that mean it's launching with the Series X? It's coming on launch day. Is that what the word launch meant? Or does it mean the game is launching? Yeah, I don't know. I wish... That was more confusing. Microsoft's kind of good at like, we want you to do whatever you want and play on whatever platform you want. And like, we're not going to limit Minecraft to PS4 or PS5. I, I kind of just wish that we would get a little bit of honesty on that front. Like, even with... Um, <laughs> uh, not State of Decay. Even with The Outer Worlds, the Microsoft stuff didn't say anything about PS4. So I originally wrote the post saying like it's coming to this first and no word on Switch and PS4. And then the publisher sent a press release like 10 minutes later saying, oh, it comes out on PS4 too, don't worry. Like just say it. Like if you don't care, if you're happy that people game on whatever platform they want, just like be honest about exactly what's happening. Then people yeah. will make their mind up. That is a bit but, weird. Like, but Sony does the same thing. Like if you went off Sony's press conference, like Resident Evil Village wasn't coming out on Xbox. Like, okay, yeah. really? Well, that's very common though. Like even when in the, back in the good old days when we had a live press conference and you're actually sitting there in LA, 
you know, Ubisoft show an Assassin's Creed game on the Xbox stage and it has a big Xbox logo. And we know this is coming to PlayStation, but it's not there yet. Uh, so that's what Sony did with like Resident Evil. They just mentioned their own platforms. The difference here is Microsoft has decided these games, which are our own games, they're Microsoft Studios games are coming to other platforms, but we're not telling you yet because we're only talking about Xbox today. Yeah. That's why it's weird. It's because it's, you are the publisher. Well, they're not in the case of The Outer World. It's a really weird one where they own the developer, but not publishing rights. That's an odd situation. Hmm. Uh, but like Psychonauts, for example, they are the publisher now, but they didn't mention PS4 for that, which we know is coming to as well. So yeah, it's they're kind of... Uh, you can play on the platform you want. These older games were happy for to still go on PlayStation, but we don't want to mention that's happening. Yeah. I want to talk about one more game, unless you have any others, and you're welcome to, but the one that I want to talk about mm. is uh, called As Dusk, As Dusk Falls. Okay. I don't know how to speak. Um, it's an interactive drama by uh, the new studio called Interior Night, which is like a script uh thing that you'd write if you wanted to be indoors at night uh it's by a team of industry veterans and emerging talent and it's headed by uh caroline marshall who is a former lead game designer at quantic dream so it's kind of like xbox and i'm a, i don't know if they're just they've just partnered to publish this or if they've acquired the studio probably the former um but they're kind of getting into the sony mindset of you know releasing games like a heavy rain or a detroit becoming yep. or a beyond two souls and it has the same kind of thing it's like set in the american southwest uh and it's apparently about resilience and sacrifice and how uh the older generation makes mistakes and transfers them to the next generation that was me basically reading the <laughs> marketing stuff from from microsoft as you could tell yeah. but it looked pretty cool like and again, like, eh, you might not like it, but try it. It's free. If you have Game Pass, you know, give it a go. If you don't That's like what it. That's going for. This is the one I can remember her speaking, now that you mentioned her name, but I can't she remember any. Ranch. Yeah, I can't remember any of the game, whatever they showed, the trailer. Skim right past it. But there were so many games to remember, you know. Yeah, no, I get that. Man, I was trying to write them all as they were happening. I mm. don't feel like I've, I probably need to watch all the trailers again to actually get a good impression of what was happening. So that doesn't sound like you're talking about it for an hour, but whatever. That's pretty much all the games. Uh, we mentioned Fable earlier. That's what they ended on. I think they just kind of wanted to show us that they've got the tone right, which they have from that yeah. like 40 second clip, but that is a long way away. Uh, and yeah, so we've mentioned the stuff that wasn't there. So there's clearly a few more things. I think to recap, they did a great job of showing this is why Game Pass is great. This is why you want to have Game Pass. This is what we're doing. Game Pass is the best thing ever. They didn't really show us series x they didn't kind of say the difference between what playstation did and what microsoft did i think the quality of games is pretty similar but uh playstation were very much look at how good this is going to look on ps5 whereas yeah. we didn't get any of that you know we had like moon studios briefly say we're bringing ori to series x and it's going to look great in 120 frames but that was like 20 seconds you know they just they they focused on game pass they didn't really show us why they keep saying the most powerful console ever they haven't shown us why we want that yeah. You know, it, it's it's obvious why you want that, but they, they need to show it a bit more. And there's still time. I think that's there, the next thing. Yeah, there are arguments for and against. The weird thing is, like, if, if you don't have enough money to buy both consoles right now, or even a console, you can still play things like Halo, hmm. like Ori. Like, like, so you don't have to necessarily 
dump all your money into something in November or whenever these come out. And I, I like that idea. And Sony's whole tact is like, no, this is only PS5. If you want to play this game, you have to spend like 600 bucks to buy a console and then you have to pay 100 bucks to buy the game and that's it. Like, that's how it works. Which is traditional. That's what we've always had. Well, yeah. And like people are like dunking on Microsoft for what they're doing. People are not as much dunking on Sony for what they're doing. Like I think either, like it's, it, there's nothing that's dis advantageous to anyone by these models no, like it, it's not a traditional console war it's they all are going for different things yeah so sony want you to buy a playstation 5 their main thing is selling hardware and they're using exclusive games to do that which is the tried and true method like we've proven that they've won three of the last four generations by doing that and so they're going to keep doing it microsoft know they're probably never going to win a console generation they just can't compete with that but what they can do is they can get you on the Xbox ecosystem and they want you to be a subscriber. They want you to keep yeah. paying that monthly fee and where you, pay, where you play the game, they don't really care. But they are providing a hardware solution because otherwise, how do you get that on a TV? So that's why they're having a console still. Uh, meanwhile, Nintendo is never releasing a game again, as far as I can tell. That seems to be their business model. I'm not entirely sure. But they just well, like... It saves us an $80,000 fine if we stuff up. So I'm <laughs> yeah. fine with that. So yeah, they're going for different things, and yeah, I think I think it's good if if you can't afford multiple platforms, it's great for you. If you can't, the and you can only upgrade one console. If you already have both at the moment, and you can only upgrade one, the answer probably is a PS5 because you can still play everything on your Xbox One. You can probably get it on your mobile if you're a Game Pass subscriber as well. Uh, but if you can get both, you probably would because you would want those um, Series X versions of all these games. So yeah. And if you're like super hard pressed and you have like a, a PC, God, look at me. And you can like spend a little bit to upgrade like a component of the PC and then get game pass. Like you're getting all these games on PC and you can buy a PS five and later on you can buy a series X if you want to have like a console experience. So got, yeah. Like there's so many options. I, like I don't see any yeah. negative to this. Like it's, it works to our favor. I think that's the, the point. A lot of people are saying, why would I get an Xbox? I can play everything if I have a PS5 and I have a good PC. And yeah. Microsoft doesn't Microsoft care if you have care. Game Pass. Exactly. Do you, know, do you know who runs Windows? So like they, <laughs> they're fine with that. I think people miss that quite a lot. Uh, I never thought I'd hear you say improve your PC as opposed to buy an Xbox. That's crazy talk. But yeah, some people may want to do that. Not me personally. I don't have a PC. But well, I think that Carrion has a set of achievements on PC and Xbox. So like, the it's it's the El El Paso argument. Why not both in, in, on that front? Really, That's but um, true. Yeah. it's good, and I'm I'm fine with that. The thing that I'm kind of wondering about is from an us perspective in terms of reviews. What's the point of reviewing? a whole bunch of Microsoft games because people won't care because they can just download it and see what they think themselves rather than reading what you think about it. Well, there's two reasons you'd read a review. One is because are you going to pay for this game, which is what we've been doing for so long. The other one is, you know, people are time poor. Are you willing to play this in the same way that often I Google, is this Netflix show good? And you get some quick reviews on it. Is it worth watching it? Because as you know, the first two or three episodes of a new show are often not that great and then it starts to get good. So it's probably going to be similar with a game. You know, you try mm -hmm. this game for half an hour, you might not like it, but the purpose of the review is still going to be this is worth playing. You know, they're all worth trying, but it's still, I think, going to be the, these are the ones to play. It probably is, 
I'm surprised there aren't more publications which are just we constantly ranking the Game Pass games. What's worth your time? You know, so Shh. that'll probably come up. Stop so. talking. We'll do that <laughs> later. Maybe. Um, yeah. No, you sold me. Cool. All right. Yeah. We're still writing reviews, I guess. Mm. But guides. We're go- we're we're gonna lean on guides a lot. I reckon. Well, Every collectible in the open world of the Halo Infinite Halo Ring. Because you have the time to find them all and no one else does. So God, Yeah, well, kill me. Um, things that we didn't talk about that we'll just like name check, I guess. Uh, Fantasy Star Online 2, Stalker 2, The Gunk. I think we actually hit everything else otherwise. What is The Gunk? Us. I don't I'm... know. I don't even know what SteamWorld <laughs> is. What's SteamWorld? Whoever okay. made SteamWorld made The Gunk. These are things that I'm saying as if I'm an old man going, Fortnite! Ah, my nephew plays Fortnite. You basically do that. Yeah, well, I do. <sighs> Damn it. Thanks, Ben. Thanks. Cheers. So all this, you go and have fun at your footy, at your dinners, and I'll just stay at home for four more weeks. Well, good luck with that. Yeah, I will thanks. be waiting for the next, I suppose it's Sony's move now. We've had, ex- they're kind of going one for one. So Sony will try to trump this, which they'll probably do easily. Uh, I think they probably have something in their back pocket to be like, look at this. Well, they need like a Game Pass thing or they need uh, an xCloud thing. Yeah, uh, xCloud is now part of uh, Game Pass Ultimate. Yeah, because they're going subscription. Sony won't do that. They're going up there very much. We want to sell you hardware and want you to buy the software. So they're going the opposite way to Microsoft. Hmm. Uh, And I think they need to commit to that now because that's, you know, if they come with a half-assed Game Pass, it's it's not going to work. So yeah, yeah, we've got like PlayStation now. Yep. Hey, um, being at home gives me a lot of time to do stuff. So uh, we did a hands-on with Crash Bandicoot Four. It's about time. There's a video with some gameplay from both Crash and Neo Cortex. Um, did you actually play it from home? How did I did. Work? I got to download a demo on PS4. Oh, that's cool. Which still may be on my PS4. I don't know if I can still play it, but uh, that was that was like a week and a half ago. Um, that's futuristic. You don't have to leave the house to I demo know. a game now. You don't have to fly anywhere. Three levels, uh, two crash ones, one cortex level. It was basically two levels because one, the one with crash and the one with cortex was the same, but the cra- the, the cortex ones are like remixes. Um, I think it was more fun playing as cortex than crash. And crash felt felt different to me, but I don't know if I'm just out of touch with crash. Like he felt kind of like floaty, as if you were jumping in like Little Big Planet. Um, it was like, pretty floaty, I think, but I, I can't remember. Well, yeah, I, I can't remember either, and I didn't, I couldn't be bothered playing other Crash to check. Um, the Cortex moveset is completely different. He has a blaster that changes things into a platform or a bouncy platform, and he can dash. And like they do some really cool things with nitro boxes that if you touch, like you're doomed. Um, it was really fun, um, and I'm surprisingly looking forward to Crash Four, whereas I wasn't really before the demo. So check out the gameplay read the words there's a whole bunch of microsoft stuff obviously from the showcase i don't know there's a whole bunch of stuff there's heaps of um, xbox what's it called summer fest or something where you can go play a bunch of games which are now demoed none of them 70 none of them really appeal to me to be honest but you can basically do what we used to do and play a bunch of different demos for about 15 minutes and make up try to sell this to people pretend you're at e3 oh my god from your house you can also go to the website and win uh, one of two copies of Skater XL on Xbox One or two copies on PS4. So go and chuck in that and shred some sick licks on your skateboard. Is that 
that's not oh. how it works. I don't I'm not going to touch that. I just yeah. leave that Fair. to other people to judge you. <laughs> how do we find you on the internet, Ben? I am Ben underscore Salter on Twitter and yourself. S write A U, or you can go to survivor.com and you can do other things. Have fun outside without a mask, Ben. I will. Very envious. I, better, I better get practicing. I'm not sure what you meant to do. How do you even get somewhere these days? I can't remember. I'm going to have to go and... What, like walking or driving? What do you mean? Well, I can't drive to the football. It's crazy. <laughs> but do they have public transport anymore? I actually don't know. If you're uh, on public transport, you should definitely wear a mask. I, I don't have one. Uh, well, go and look at my Facebook and cut up a sock, Ben. That's <laughs> okay. simple. I'm off to cut up a sock. <laughs> uh, right. And you're going to stay stay home. <laughs> Pretty much. All right. Bye.